practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Right into a clap. I shouldn't have acknowledged it. Right. I was going to go right into the beginning. Now I have to clear my throat again because I got a fucking big old loogie in the back, old scratchy throat. All right, everybody, welcome to... I don't even know. Sorry. <laughs> I derailed myself. Big old scratchy throat. Big old, old cattail. That's your alley name. <laughs> scratch, old scratchy. Is that a old scratch throat? Is that a hooker phrase? You're not supposed to say hooker. Is that a prostitute phrase? <laughs> alley name? Hooker. You can't say hooker? No. I don't know. I don't believe so. I, don't, I haven't heard that. So Could, hooker is like the H word then? Does hook come from like, oh, fuck. Can I okay. take, if you're not supposed to say hooker, can I now take it to a. Can we at least a, discuss the can, origin of Can the I word? take it to a place that, <laughs> I guess there's potential that it comes from, but I think I might be real early, real digging a real grave. Are you going here. hook nose? Is that, you're already going there? <laughs> I was, is it from like traditional hook no. nose? <laughs> what? I think it has to do with like. Hooker, you're hook like you're fit like she's fishing for men like hooker. She's out hooking. So uh, to get her hooks in a they fat started cat. out on the docks. Oh, I would, I would do that before it was the Jews run the media. I didn't say that. Angle. You did. I said the Jews run the alleys. The Jews run those <laughs> hookers. Jews are all pimps. That's why it costs so much. All right, we gotta start. <laughs> we gotta start. I don't even know if it costs. Never had a prostitute, have you? No. <laughs> Uh, yes, many. That's I'm like old scra- I'm old scratch mouth. <laughs> scratch mouth? <laughs> old scratch mouth. Watch out for scratch mouth Rabinowitz. All right. You know the old saying about a, a bite, a human's bites. Our mouths are dirtier than dogs. Mine are dirtier than both. Is that true, human's <laughs> mouth? Is that true that dog's mouths are cleanest thing on earth? I don't know if it's cleanest thing <laughs> Is on that earth. true? <laughs> I've <laughs> seen true. dogs do some nasty stuff. With their mouths, though. Yeah, but don't they have, like, an instantaneous... Like, I think the same stuff... You know those little pods that you put your toothbrush in that will... Yeah, we're talking about you, That's a dirty dog's mouth? You know those pods you put your toothbrush in that magically sanitize them overnight? No, I haven't heard of that. I don't waste my money on those things. Are they electronic? I just use tepid water. It's just Just a plastic... Dip them in alcohol or something. No, it's literally just a plastic clip like a chip clip that covers the top of your toothbrush i don't i there's it has it's made out of special plastic and oh you got you got hooked <laughs> i got hookered by the classic hooks the real ones <laughs> who runs the toothbrush media um oh you already answered that question <laughs> no but like it's made out of the same dog mouth the mouth of a dog <laughs> Dog gums. It's dog. That's what gums. you're supposed. To, isn't that what you're supposed to do if you get a uh, some type of wound? Have a dog lick it. It's yeah. either a human pees on it or have shit, a dog though, lick it or licking their own genitals. Yeah, but they don't usually eat, only eat dog shit, and dog shit has zero bacteria. Henning, no. eat some dog shit right now <laughs> on camera. Now I think that dumbfounded me. I think that that <laughs> is no bacteria. That are is, you, I guess, are, is their GI tract, like, less, like, they just have less in it? This is all, all of this. Uh, None this of is, this is science. This is, is fake news, fake science, 
created by the poor whites with dog shit rooms. What's a dog yeah. shit room? A <laughs> dog, dog shit, shit room. room. Oh, Henny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce, and then we get the dog shit room. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the dog shit room of podcast, the Jerk Practice <laughs> Podcast. Uh, with me, as always, is we got a, everyone's back, baby. Fully loaded. Uh, we have the warden from Shawshank himself. Call me Hook. Hook nose Frywald. <laughs> I'll hook you down with the sodomites. And, I do have a hook uh, nose. And, and <laughs> fresh from uh, the, the March for Science. Henning Dead Air Kachi. Dead up? Air. Here, let me, you guys. But his continue. mouth is clean. Clean mouth. Just, here comes Dead Air. Uh, <laughs> is Hans, Hans going to kiss the dog just to prove <laughs> yeah. that it's clean? Oh, you pick the cleanest one, though. Get Warren over here. Warren. No, Dirt, uh, my dog, Dirt, who I had to quiet, who you just heard, um, she is the dog shit room of dog dogs. Yeah. What she will do is, so we have a rabbit, too. She will go over like a vacuum cleaner. She's a hoarder. She's a food hoarder. Food. She's a poop hoarder. She will go over to the rabbit. Fill her mouth like a chipmunk or a hamster, as full as possible of rabbit shit, and then go hide it for later in a corner. Like just <laughs> spit them out. So in a she corner. somehow manages to be even dirtier than an animal can possibly be. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, uh, I don't want. I was gonna call out like I was gonna be like you know how growing up you. Had a family whose name was synonymous with dirty. Yes. Which is where we're getting into the dog shit room. Because as Henning has known from knowing us so long, we're not from the most like regal, regal <laughs> areas. <laughs> no, no, we're not. We're from box factory. Um, yeah. Regions. Laborers. Noble, noble men noble. and women of the earth. Noble, but we're too busy humping boxes, corrugating cardboard to worry about picking up dog shit. <laughs> but what we do have in South Dakota is plenty of room, plenty room. of real mm. estate. Mm. So when we got an extra room, we teach a dog, and I even want to correct we. We didn't have this, meaning me. Neither I'm did better. we. I'm better. My family is better. My friends' families are better, except for one. <laughs> and mine one, too. Uh, we would, uh, and I say the proverbial South Dakotan we, there's always an extra room yeah. for which to teach the dogs to shit in. And that room is just, that's it. That room, it's that like, door just stays shut. Dog goes in there, takes a shit. And then unless the house is bulldozed years later. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's too full of shit. That oh, room yeah. belongs to the dogs now. Does it have a little? You put a little doggy door on it, then, um, and try the, and keep the smell in as much as possible. The specific room I'm thinking of is it wasn't really a room. I'll try and describe it. So it was at the top of a set of stairs. It was Henning's room from our old apartment. What? Basically, <laughs> what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. No, just the, no. It was the not that your Henning your apartment and or rooms you have are full of. Like fecal matter and waste. I'm just saying the shit room. (laughs) You did. You had the dog poop, dog shit room, Henning. Sorry. Well, if there was a dog to shit in it, 
there that's where that would have been that would have been the room we chose <laughs> instead we had a cat in that apartment and i think i'm sti- so cats timmy's cat spaceship 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 cats yeah. can gi- give off something called um what is it toxic plasmosis mm. and oh, it, you it, got the deal toxiplasy from i spaceship? think i got toxiplasy because what it is is it's something that lives in their fecal matter that attracts mice to their to their dwelling, these mice get toxoplasmosis, spread it to the other mice, and they become lethargic. So cats, oh. it's easy for them to catch it. Holy shit! Chemical it's warfare. Like voodoo. Yes, but we can also catch it if we're not careful, and it can oh, it just shit. lives like, within us and makes us cat ladies, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's makes... how they found out humans can get it. It's like these old cat ladies, like have been mind controlled by cats exactly yeah so i was changing spaceships uh litter box i will never forget speaking of lethargy timmy (laughs) had it big time because he didn't even change the cat box you're calling and you and i would put it off because it wasn't our cat but we lived with it and there was this one time we were like it was too much we were like it's it got to that magic ratio of where it was like one more dump away from being like just all dump and no, no litter. I was eating my – it finally got to a point where I could no longer enjoy my expired Starbucks sandwiches that you would bring home, Casey. Oh, yeah. for, so we were eating garbage sorry. with a garbage animal for the longest time. And I'm not – and shit, again, man. I'm not above it nor do I believe in expiration dates. But uh, Oh, no. I That's mean, the old – the old set in line by the old. Yeah. <laughs> Make it note that Casey gestured to his face. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Just for if we if you're poor and you have. I don't know. God, what am I trying to say? For the longest time, we had such little money that we had to eat garbage from the jobs we worked at. That's the easiest way yeah. of putting it. They oh, yeah. and and we'd have to. It's not stealing, but honestly, I've had jobs where you'd have to sneak the food. They would literally light on fire instead of letting yeah. you have it. <laughs> when I worked at a very prestigious organic grocery store that we all know, uh, they used to let us buy food that was going to expire, like literally for a dime. Yeah, like it was like nickel and dime. Like we'd buy a sandwich for fucking 10 cents why what does that they they stopped because people would not take the expired sandwich they take the one next to it which was still technically full price so instead of just like oh we're you know like split the difference like they just went okay everything goes in the trash and we cover it in bleach and light it on fire (laughs) (laughs) but what What's the dime? What good does the dime do? Does I don't. I don't know. Like it got to the point. Like yeah, they're still making some money off of it, but at that point, just give it away. Yeah, it's it costs money to set it on fire. It costs. It does. It costs money to have that one person stay working for the next extra five minutes to ring in all those dime sandwiches. You know what yeah. I mean? Totally. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I remember the moment you got the old toxioplasmosis because we finally changed the litter and you were, unfortunately, <laughs> were on bag duty and I was hoisting that 50 pound tray of cat shit and like I dumped it and I was like, I'm going, 
Hans, I'm dumb. And I dumped it and I looked away. And for whatever reason, you looked away, but in the direction of the bag. And you just got a face full of that, like, cat shit dust. That's what I was it, thinking of, yeah. I've never like, felt it hit me at such, like, yeah, I've had, like, you know, like, stuff hit me in the face before. I'm trying to think of it. You know, like a bad liquid, like a splashback or something. Or you get a whiff of, like, an exhaust it and it all, hits you it in was, the face. Ammonia this was, dust. You were like in the trenches of World War One, right? You got hit with this. It's like it was right as I took an inhale. That's what I was like. It was right in inhalation. I talk about old scratch throat. <laughs> I, I, it's like yeah. There's so how many times have I been hit with filth in my life, and why do I remember that one time? Because it was the most atrocious time I've ever been. Hit yeah, you, you with were the most sick. atrocious were, filth. I was sick for the next two weeks and I felt it instantly. Like I remember just slowly, like my shoulder slumped and I walk away and I just like, ah, that wasn't good. And I was sick for two weeks. (laughs) Like that 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 weird sick where like, like, like in the throes of pneumonia, like flu sick where you just like that. I'm hot. No, I'm cold. I'm hot. Put a blanket in the fridge for me. That, Charles Dickens sick, like that poor yes. person sick where you're like, I think I'm I'm going to die Isn't from a cr- normal thing. Like, I think just um, that's it. Sorry. I, I hear about stuff like that, like somebody dying from like going back to toothbrush, like one of the president's kids died from a laceration on their gum from a bad bristle on a toothbrush. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's like that what shit they, happened on the regular. They made out of a, coal back in the day. No, yeah, it's like a bad bristle. He he brushed his Actual tooth, horse hair. got a point, got a bristle puncture, and then gave a dog a kiss. That's all it took. And then he died <laughs> at 20. Gave a dog a kiss right on his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the president's kid. Get over Do here. <laughs> I'm going to kiss your dog's butt. I want to meet one child of a president, and I want to hear them say, I'm a president's kid. That should be the name of a movie. I think Baron Trump is our is the the best horse to bet on. <laughs> I'm the president's kid. <laughs> Get him. I don't think he has enough uh, words in his vocabulary to quite. Yeah, he'll be fun once they let him on camera. He's a soft old softy. Maybe Ronald Reagan's kid. It's, what are you saying? Is oh. Baron Trump in an attic right now with a tin helmet on or something? <laughs> well, they're just keeping him out of the. He's limelight. feeble. He's like one of the czar's kids. Like he's got anemia. He's just one of those weird, feeble children of affluence. Are you saying he's got diamonds sewed into his vest? Yeah. Oh yeah. Check that vest. <laughs> That's my favorite. You know that you've heard the, the you've heard the famed rumors, Henning, about the uh, the what were they? The Ivanovs? No, the Romanovs. The Romanovs. Nicholas the yeah. Second. How they were all assassinated. You know, they were all the, gunned down. The story of Anastasia. The story of Anastasia. Yeah. How she survived mm-hmm. because the, her her clothes were full of jewels. Someone sewed diamonds in there. Hmm. I don't remember that. No. That would was be that in the movie. The the Don Bluth. I think that. Oh, was that's that right, a Don, Don Bluth. Bluth? Damn man. That was a rockadoodle. No way. Yeah, it was. It was a Don Bluth. That's probably why I only finished half of it. I, I think I've only gotten through <laughs> half of all Don Bluths. That's the difference between a Bluth and a Disney. Don Bluth fizzles out. Don Bluth, <laughs> it's just, it's how it works. They get tired. 
They don't have that Disney magic. They have that. They oh, have the you, Bluth blunder, listen, as they call listen, it. Listen, you you throwing Don Bluth <laughs> under the bus, but uh, I we get oh all dogs go to heaven reference every episode. All right, I finished that one, but I'll maybe once, maybe once, <laughs> one time. That's the thing: is Don Bluth too real, man? That's where it is. Like when mm. animation gets too real, it gets scary. Yeah, yeah, it's too close to life and and right. Well, Uncanny Valley you're talking about? You know how like uh, our brains have evolved in such a beautiful way that even subconsciously I look at, I can look at somebody and subconsciously my brain just sees the slightest difference in their physicality and I Mm -hmm. go, they're not from my tribe, I should be on my toes. Yeah, that's exactly Uncanny Valley. You know that term? No. Mm. I'm just that smart. it's, it's a great the, movie from the 90s called Uncanny Valley. Polly Shore's in it. <laughs> Un, there's an unfrozen caveman. Oh, boys. That that would be a good movie title. That is something. Uncanny we'll Valley. We'll figure it out later. But Cult. We haven't done a movie pitch in a while, so we're pitching Uncanny Valley. I like it. Is he made out of cans? Is he a robot? Let me, ex- let me explain the term to Hans first. Well, I don't I, need to I just explain explained it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Polar Express, Tom, Tom Hanks. That's the prime example. It that, doesn't feel right. That computer animated face. It's just a. It's too close to reality, but it's just a little off that it. It's jarring and it makes it look like a doll or a zombie. And you, if they had gone a little further off reality, then it would be a cartoon, and you could distance yourself back up the wrong side of the valley. But but you get too close and you fall right down. And so I'm going in a different direction. Disturbing. Let's call it the Canny Peak. Theorem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the very canny peak. The very canny peak theorem. Well, well one pe- one peak of the val- uh, one peak of that graph is reality itself. Yeah. You look at a real person and they're just they're doing just fine. Canny, wrong. canny twin peaks. Then let's call it because there are two peaks in my theorem. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is when reality, when your brain sees something so realistic, in mm. exact tandem. With something so implausible or impossible. By that I mean, for example, in uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, mm-hmm. when I see a mob boss torture a man by holding his head underwater, like the real mob does, but it's a bulldog in a vest. <laughs> so that gives me the chills, because I don't know how I should feel about it, because it's murder. But it's a puppy. But it's a cute cartoon dog. Yeah. He puts a cigar out on that ratty, skinny, like, sidekick from Burt Reynolds' TV show-looking dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is the niche that Bluth had to carve out. Disney had the wholesome light side all taken, so Bluth had to go dark. Rats of Nim. But then he he gave it up to... Now Pixar does it. Hmm? Now Pixar kind of now took Pixar his goes dark. Thunder, done? in reality, like they're taking his the sad reality. Like everything has a bit of that sadness to it. Well, they're all emotional and smarmy sometimes. Do they go dark though? Like yeah, Pixar like holding is holding a bulldog. I mean, not dark dog underwater dark. No. Pixar's some bourgeois shit. I think. Upper class, upper tier. Ooh, Let them just, eat cake. I think you just coined a new hip hop name for you. What's that? Oh, H Face, the bourgeois G. <laughs> Did I just because I just can't speak? 
It's no, the I, I just, hey, that's not I bad. misheard you. Like, but what was I? I was having to write something for somebody, and I was talking about a new rapper and rap names. Again, I'll sound like an old man here. Rap names have gotten crazy, but his name really was like Will Runza. It was well, I guess it's not that crazy. It just sounds more Native American. It was like Will runs a mile in shoes, Thomas. <laughs> something to that effect. What? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think I'm a bit off, but. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> I love, uh, you know, um, oh, God, it's a real thing, right? Like, uh, uh, and I say, oh, God, because I, I like it. I think it should come back a little bit is the um, I read this in a short story in like third grade about the naming of and I, I couldn't remember the specifics of the tribe, but like the the name giving ritual of this native american tribe was mm. as the child is or the child is born and then kind of their first noticeable action or movement that's how they get the name mm. and that's how this one kid got the name like donnie kicks a can right mm. and one kid got a name like a cooler name like soars like an eagle because i don't if you don't <laughs> is that a fake thing am i reading like some White, old, crotchety, Schultzian man it in his like cabin a, in Vermont coming up with like some bullshit. Sounds like, as Henning said, that Pixar saccharine shit. Yeah. Sounds apocryphal. Boiling it down. I have no idea, though. Oh, no. Maybe as I keep talking, somebody will realize what the story the, And then one kid's name ends up being, and this isn't... Because uh, 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 how would a kid get the name, you know? Sitting bull or run runs with eagle or swords with eagle. Sat on They're a not bull. doing that. Sword with an eagle. They're not doing that as a baby. Back in the day when it was more I read you, animals you, ruled the world. You get you know? they have two names. You have a name as a as a kid, and then mm. sort of around puberty you're given your your like adult name. Right. They have the Indian bar mitzvah. Yeah, pretty much it's kind of the what same thing, like I forget it was like Crazy Horse wasn't called Crazy Horse until he was in his teens, like when he became the warrior that we remember him as. I forget what his name was before that, but it's like it's kind of like a Sandlot thing. They have a cutesy. You got Ham and old Big Hat, and then you get your like cool like old man name. Thank God, I would love to see Crazy Horse be the new kid on the block for the Sandlot. Watch out. That kid, scalp. Crazy Horse steals bases. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> and hearts. <laughs> but he. let's just be honest. Crazy Horse won the lottery of metal kick-ass names. Crazy yeah. Horse? Oh, yeah. That shit's great. That's a good one. What would yours be, Henning? Uh, dead air. <laughs> oh, dead air. Because <laughs> no, he farts a fair. lot. Dead. Deadly. <laughs> dead ass. People have been saying that a lot. I think I would be, uh, yo, you can't give yourself your own Native American name. <laughs> but that is uh, what they say. I'd be uh, uh, long shirt carries an axe. Because <laughs> oh, that's what you're do- up to as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> that was your first Long shirt, notable. no underwear, carries an axe. Old hatchet. Your name would be science math. Cool. Old Science Math Kashi. Science Math. That's a cool name, actually. That's not bad. Science Math. I mean, it's cool now. Watch it. If it were the 80s. 
Uh oh. That was Wet. the windiest whistle. <laughs> that <laughs> Hans closed that window. <laughs> I just bit my tongue. Uh, I'm uh, I'm failing at lips. <laughs> oh, fails at lips. Oh, fails at lips. <laughs> I was down at the uh, the science march. By the way. Oh yeah, science math. Literally got off. How'd the train that go, science math? Got off the train and came right up here to report, <coughs> record a cast. Um, where was it? Down in D.C. Went to the official science march. Is D.C. down or up? It's down. Really? Huh? That's why I couldn't be science <laughs> math because that's Can't. geography. Because <laughs> you're a long shirt. But you pay attention to history. No, uh, history. so it's down. What down, happened down, down there? Down south between Virginia and Maryland. Did we win? Yep. I think I think Trump came out and said, well, I was wrong. Science is important. You guys now, proved it? <laughs> you proved science? We showed him the Neil big, deGrasse threw a pie big dry erase face? board with the equations, and he said, well, can't deny that. <laughs> was it just a set of boobs and a, and a dick shooting fire? With the mushroom cloud At Syria? over it. <laughs> I've, I had to do something. I had to put. Uh, I had to edit a project together for. Um, part of my job is like editing and formatting, like presentations for these scumbags at companies that push their uh, push their deadlines too late. So it falls into my lap to pick it up, uh, if, potentially if I want it. And so one was a, a proposal on the fallacy of climate change. Ooh. You were arguing against the. I, I wasn't arguing. I was denying. just they were they were denying and had all these facts. Like it, as for all I know, it was probably a proposal because you know all these like companies like Shell and Exxon like <clears throat> they hire yeah their own scientists yeah yeah or the lobbies that they pay or the lobbyists that they pay get all these scientists that uh, sell their souls to find sure yeah evidence quote unquote evidence or and, something and what a that can skew the argument or that can keep the argument going right in right their favor. They, uh hire to to muddy the waters muddy that's blow, it. blow smoke it plausible as and they just need a little bit of plausible plausible deniability right. for people to the tiniest, believe what they want to believe the tiniest taste and you can even come back at them because it will always give them uh like a back seat to crawl into you mm. can always come back with them but don't you uh, pay their company to do A, Y, and Z or whatever? A, Y, and Z. Z. Ooh, are you English now? But is it A, Y, y and Z? It's not even A, Y. Isn't it X, Y? Yeah. A, Y, y and Z. Z. X comes closer to Y than... This guy y. failed his proposal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Furthermore, A, Y, and Z. What the fuck is happening? I might have won the climate war for us all. You did. You did. Inside insider uh, action. Um. Where are we going? Oh, because that's all it takes. You can even come at them with anything, and they'll just go say, "But yeah, but there are scientists. Yeah, but so there's there this are one guy over here out there that are saying things." We hear you. You got your ninety-nine percent of scientists who agree with it, but listen to this one guy over here who we're totally not paying, and who's totally not, you know, getting rich off the lecture circuit yeah. on the anti-climate change lecture circuit and writing books that all these rich cronies by you know who else was a one guy guy jesus <laughs> what do you mean look what, what happened to him he I'm only just had telling one you guy how i concluded my he proposal. had 13 <laughs> he had 12 13. oh they didn't no, but now you think those so disciples many... actually believe that 
what what old Jeezy Fruit was spouting. <laughs> old Jeezy? I don't they think were just, so. They were just in it for the... He had 11 with him and for the trim. one denier. One. What was his name? The denier Saul? Maybe Judas. Judas. Uh-oh. I mean, Judas Science Jesus, him. man. One, no, one, one denied him and then... Something happened. He I think one off. denied him, and then everybody said, "Like, yeah, we agreed with the denier." The we agree. We all Saul. denied him. And then one guy I beat fu- a rooster. I don't, He's I the just... patron saint of hookers. Saul, the denier. Oh, you miss- all comes back. Close the close the. <laughs> Maybe loop. you're talking about doubting Thomas. No, doubting the guy Thomas. who was he was on the crucifix. We're going back to Easter. Suddenly, last episode, he was on the crucifix, and some dude stabbed him in the ribs. Yeah, and then Tom, that was a Roman. Uh, uh, was that Pilate? Was that Pilate himself? Centurion. That was just that prick that like kicks a dog when no one's around because they're a sociopath, they're a serial killer, right? Right? Isn't that how he got speared? Fucking it's just that cops, one guard was man. like fucking cops, man. Yeah, it, you know then, what? The guard then, was just mad at his own choices in life. Like, I hate this yeah. fucking job. I'm gonna fucking stab this piece of shit. I've got a long. Spear I should be right selling here. elegant silks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then he, so he gets down off the cross, and he's he's dead. They bring him down, and then doubting Thomas, old doubting Thomas, he was like, I don't know if he's really dead. So he sticks his finger in, in the, the wound, wound in God's wounds. I, I think that was more Thomas's sure weird little like, who fingers Jesus's wound? There's a great there's Thomas. A, Jesus, Thomas, I guess. doubting Ooh. Thomas, the first skeptic of history. You could write a book, an art history book, on the history of how good some of those wounds look in some of those paintings. Mm. Do you think Thomas well pitched studied. the butt first? Give him a butt pinch? <laughs> no, I like, doubt he I'm worked gonna... out as much as he said. <laughs> I'm going to stick my finger in his butt, and if he's alive, he'll wake up. <laughs> that's, and they're like, that's true. Dude, no, no, like, don't. And he's like, I'm just saying, just saying, Dude, he'll wake up if I... Two in the stink, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and they're like, just use his chest vagina, you creep. <laughs> I think you could. I think. Good point, Case. Good I think point. I could keep my eye shut for a, like a chest wound because it's already like numb and infected. You don't really feel it. Somebody goes mm. for a bum thumb, as our buddy Justy would have called it. Ooh. You tighten up. Thomas's clammy you squirm, fingers. Yeah. Slithering between a, the old. Yeah, nice you're like, woo. Or if he doesn't move, you just can hear him under his breath like, fuck me, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas is a fucking creep. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Well, what... of course, it's a Bible story. But, <laughs> so the... but I thought Ooh. Thomas was, before Jesus was crucified, and he was just like that lech, like that annoying guy who's like, do something more. He's like, I just fucking walked on water. He's like, well, try Make another fish. Walk again. God, Thomas. I wanted you 41 suck, fish. You suck. <laughs> what about old, uh, what was, who's the guy just, that climbed Jesus the tree? Like, if and when I die, do not let Thomas stick his fingers in my butt. <laughs> I know it's going to happen. He's going to do the butt thing. I'm just anything out my mouth, my ears, my nose. I and then care. Jesus just suddenly keep... stops talking because he can just feel Thomas's eyes burning <laughs> in behind him. Like he's behind me, isn't he? He's, he's yeah, he's looking at my butt. Who was that little Cretan that climbed a tree? Was his name Zerpus or Zacchaeus? Zerpus, <laughs> the book of Zerpus. What did he do on the tree? 
during the Sermon of the Mount? Zacchaeus was like a. There's. I just know him from a song. It was like Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree to see what he could see. He was just like a short guy <laughs> who like he gets his whole song for that. Yeah, but he for did something. Little. I think he but threw he climbed a, a really tall tree. That sycamore, huge. I think like he also like I think from the tree though he used like the ruse of Jesus visiting town to like put tape on the end of a string and get coins out of people's pockets or something. <laughs> he was some kind of scumbag. He had the mirrors on his sandals so he could peek up, look up the dresses. Oh god. <laughs> oh Zacchaeus. There's a isn't there is there some kind of weird like stick that guys put their phones on to do that? A selfie stick? I've seen mirrors on the end of sticks. Yeah, I suppose you could do it with a selfie stick. The old upskirt. <clears throat> that old is upskirt. that's some. I I think I'd rather pretty be noticeable, pretty obtrusive. Why would you choose to do it that way? Put it on the on the shoes because they're so. Sh- I would rather be stuck in a room with a serial killer than with an upskirt mirror stick guy. So they See got- that as a kid, I think in the opening scene of Splash, like young John Candy, young Tom Hanks, the kid versions of them. John Candy's character is one of those mirror on the shoes people. And even back then I was like, like, why? And then I got older and I was like, oh, so you can look up someone's dress. And I still am like, why? Like, gross. Yeah. Like a sweaty crotch, just a rando crotch. That's that weird, like the weird. I mean, I guess it's not weird because it's so prevalent, but like. The porno shot that's as zoomed in onto into a vagina that it's just that's red. So it might as well be a baboon chest. <laughs> Jesus's <laughs> chest. Might as well be Jesus' flesh wound. Is this a picture from Hustler or Jesus's chest wound? That's what I I actually that's what I do is I go around and uh, in Both every issue of Hustler I put Thomas. a little picture of Jesus's chest wound. You just zoom out and it's just Thomas's fingers in both, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> call me crazy horse, man." I don't know why, but <laughs> crazy. It's my kink. I like getting people to whack off to chest wounds. Oh my god, yeah! Can you imagine the if you were uh, like a little too devout and you pull out, you give them the old uh, Truman Show, and they realize that their whole mm-hmm. life they've been. Well, I guess right, they're already yeah. messed up because they've been. Doing the jerk to one picture, (laughs) one close-up picture. Talk about serial killer. (laughs) Doing the jerk. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Zacchaeus. I don't know. Yet again, at least we didn't say Lutheran. I'll say it now. But there you go. I guess uh, just so steeped in... Steeped in uh, For not being church people, like, we sure talk about church a lot. I guess, well, how can you not? Mm. It's like you just talked. It's because Henning was talking about the science march, and you and I are not that big on science, so in our heads, it's like the fire alarms go off. We're like, ah, Jesus will save us. Yeah, that's our brains. are Like, as soon as the word science comes out, we go, uncanny, uncanny valley, uncanny. (laughs) But then we take it there. I still like bashing religion, so I'll go along with you. (laughs) Are you an atheist or an Aggie? What are you? You want to get get into it? Again? No, God, no. <laughs> Still atheist. For now. 
So what happened at the science fair? Um, <laughs> we marched from the national from the Washington Monument to Congress Building. Oh God, I'm an idiot. It was a and march, not a fair. A, a protest march, yeah. Were march march there, for signs. There were awesome signs, right? Awesome signs. You okay. made a great sign, I'm sure. I made a picture of Carl Sagan, Sagan? on one yeah. side, and on the yeah. other side, the Donald Haunted World, which is a reference to his Carl Sagan's most famous book. Did anybody, instead of having a sign, have a homemade volcano <laughs> that spewed... <laughs> Um, what would it spew? Uh, I don't know. Gak. I was trying to think of something poignant, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> what would it spew like, in the face of Donald Trump? It would be like abortion blood. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Stem cells. Up- yes. Volcano, but you turn the the volcano into an upturned mouth of Trump just spewing brown, oh, brown liquid yeah next Science. time i mean it'd be a pain to carry and, to, and you'd to have to have one fellow nerd after. just siphoning <laughs> i don't know toilet water through it yeah maybe it recycles it somehow like a fountain it's pretty cool yeah. it's not a bad idea I'm just, no. it's mine um uh, trademark so but there I... were no like booths no booths. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. what do they have at science fairs? They have booths, right? Henning, how was your science comic con? <laughs> how was the cosplay? At it the was f- a bit of a a con, though. I I've neglected to mention yeah. so far that I did a cosplay. Con. I did yeah. cosplay as Carl Sagan. I was marching as Carl Sagan, car- carrying a Carl Sagan sign. A turtleneck yeah. in that weather was it a turtleneck? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I know her, my Sagan maroon, attire. Maroon turtleneck and the white corduroy suit. Nice. Oh, I know that and, suit. And the wig. Black wig. So. Were, you, were you puffing the... <laughs> Cheebs? The old sagpipe? <laughs> the sagpipes! The sagpipes! Science, 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 science. <laughs> sagpipe. Sag Just a bagpipe full of pot smoke. <laughs> Sagpipes, man. Um, uh, no weed tooting, huh? No. Uh, one day I'll, I'll find that that uh, opinion paper he wrote as Mister X and tell you all about Sagan and weed, though. If, unless you already know. Did he? I mean, I've only heard that he was a proponent of marijuana. Definitely. But uh, but that's like a special like it, it works like. Irrelevant to the science march, but... Irrelevant to the science march. Just another aspect of him. But was he like... I know he was a proponent of weed, but would you see, if Sagan was still around, would you see him, like, tooting a bong at a weed march, though? Mm. Like, he is more sophisticated around it, or would he, like, preach, brother? Oh, if you catch Sagan at Coachella, man, he lets his hair down. (laughs) Well, you see... Everywhere's the ship of imagination, bro. Who's contemporary Carl Sagan? Neil deGrasse Tyson, I suppose. NGT. DeGrasse. ND. Yeah, DeGrasse. DeGrasse. Neil deGrasse. But Neil deGrasse Tyson's like at the Grammys and. Tooting uh, on the sagpipes. Tooting sagpipes. So, like, I would imagine if Carl Sagan were around today, he would hit the same circuit. Yeah, I think he would be into it. He would be out and about 
promoting uh, legalization. Well, that's the thing. Or he, you mean he knows actually how smoking to... in public? Oh, yeah. The, he, I bet he smoked at Yale. Become like went? Cheech and Chong. Like, he understands, like, Cornell. image. Cornell. Hmm. He went to Cornellia. Cornellia. <laughs> he went yeah, to the right. famed Plutonian University. <laughs> Cornelia. The University of Cornelia. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, speaking of science, uh, I'm going to put a plug in here for yeah. just you two, I guess, because that's where the plug. Uh, have you guys seen the new Mystery Science Theater on Netflix? I watched the Saw first that. 15 minutes of the first episode. For Did you turn it off because you disliked it? No, I just I I saw it was on there and I was just curious. I it was it was in the morning before work, so I was like, I don't have an hour and a half to spend, but I was curious to see the intro and see like what they kept like format wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it's good. Great. I I liked it. It's really really good. They I I think it's really really good. The movies they've chose are amazing. The whole cast is amazing. They they stayed true to. Mm-hmm. You know, just the invention exchange and the 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 yeah, like you said, the format and and the look and the feel. Did One, you see? Uh, notice the band leader, the old bean shaped band leader, Harmar Superstar. <laughs> oh yeah. How did you notice that? I just did. So the thing with uh, Mystery Science Theater, as with tie in with Carl Sagan and Sagmos Cosmos, <laughs> is um, you you talk about having an hour and a half. Like as much as I love that show, it has stolen my week. So many hours, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I don't, I can't. As funny as it is, and much as I love it, and as sharp, and I love the jokes, and I don't think Dan I've Harman's ever got the main writers on it. Like him and Justin Roiland write a lot of the ep- help. Dana Gould, write, Dana Gould, like it's all star cast of the, some of the best comedy comedians and comedy writers like around. I can never make it through an entire episode. It puts me to sleep mm. like sweet, sagged, warmed milk. <laughs> I love it. I'll come back, but like, so that has been like my week is like almost like a like a like a drunken bender. Like I'll start an episode, I love it, and then I'll wake up like in the middle of a next episode, and like ah, like and they're so crazy. But um, yeah, aren't they talking the whole time? What's so and different people talking. And what's so sleepy about it? it it's, the it's, movies quick, are just quick, so bad. <laughs> They're so bad that no matter what, this is my opinion, it's still very, very hard to keep, um, oh man, to keep like a really like even keeled, like high octane comedic flow through it. Because at some point, talk, talking about going back to your brain, your brain is still processing this horrible movie. And with my brain, it like, it's like Mike Tyson is just punching away at it until finally it's just like, go to sleep for a little while. Just take a nap. But it is a lot, like you said, like, because it's such a bad movie, that in and of itself, if the three of us were just hanging out watching some of these movies, we get through. Like, that's why the the show is so successful, because that's what you do when you see a bad movie. Yeah. But it's so packed full of jokes so like there's levels of content like i totally get what you do like if i it's just like the only time i can make it through a full episode would be if it was me and you and tyler like watching it together like i can't watch them alone because i fall asleep 
Because you get like laughed out, you get tired. Oh, I like, see. You're, yeah. br- you're taking in too much at the same time, much like Cosmos just batters your yes, brain with that's new it. knowledge. I, it's mm-hmm. so good, or like a Ken Burns, like an episode of Ken yes. Burns. Yes, right. it's exactly. So, you're you're paying so much attention because you don't want to miss anything mm. that you're just like I can't. Oh, it's like, like when I just- start like a really um, comprehensive or intense novel or like. Uh, like work like it's like ooh guns germs and steel like oh, I can't wait to get book, started but... in this ooh. and then a month and a half later <laughs> oh I'm gonna pick that book up it's my my it. nightly read I've read three pages it's like my I just have you know my brain's got to be firing at the right time for certain things otherwise it's like that's a good point with Ken Burns yeah if there's a lot going on and if it's really well done like Mystery Science Theater is so well done even in like seemingly innocuous jokes during a bad movie that mm-hmm. you, I mean, I, I find myself taking, I guess that's now, but like, I'll have to stop and go like, what, why, why is that like funny joke? Like, why is that a funny reference? And like, no, it, it disrupts the natural flow of how you consume a story. Like mm. a great story has all of those elements, but there's a pace to it. Mm. There's a reason you can't just have this thing that's just constantly boom, 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 boom. But that's what mystery science theater is. Like you're watching a movie and then all of the times that the, you know, the waxing and waning of the story is crammed full of jokes. You need a bit of setup before the punchline. You need that. Yeah. need a rest to prepare for the next joke and a little bit of predictability of when the joke is coming and what it might be about. Whereas, and then you're also, it's watching a movie. So you're like, what's happening in the movie? Like, pinging off of that story which is dependent on the jokes that you're 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 desperately trying to not miss uh, and that's how be- i felt about cosmos i loved it because i was just like this is such an he you, they do such a good job of presenting this information in an entertaining way but it's just so much but it's dense it's very dense it is yeah information rich well i'll still recommend uh there's a movie they watch on there called star crash and it's a, mm. uh, you know what? I won't even go any farther than that. That's my, oh, there's so many good ones, but that's my recommendation for MST3K, the new episodes. Official How many episodes? Uh, you can make it official. I'd say, I mean, I know sometimes we, we throw joy work out as if it's like almost like, like, uh, will we talk about it next episode? Yeah, we won't, we probably won't talk about it cause it's just so good. We can go on Facebook and talk about why we liked it, but it's, 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 it's really, I think there's, um, 12 episodes 12 i think this is the regular 12. season 13 episodes something like that wow that's a lot of stuff that's oh man hour and a half two hours of content i will say uh i i got the old rumor mills going in my own head that i'll throw out here because it has moments where you see well i don't want to spoil it moments where you see a lot of the original cast just for cameos mm-hmm. except for yeah. one Who's my favorite cast member? No, Mike J. Nelson. No, is there some? Did something happen there? Like, is there bad blood going on? I think it's an ego thing, not from him. You think so? Because he was the head writer, and then when Joel left, yeah, he took over, and then they did riff tracks. He did, you know, Mike went off to do. I think. Uh, I think I probably between the both of them, it's like. 
I personally think Mike is in way funnier than Joel. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. Although, uh, and that's maybe that's probably just a personal preference thing, but, um, cause my brother Travis really loves Joel, but was, is, was Joel Hodgson, was he somebody that was pushed out of MST3K or did he l- just leave on his own accord? I think he left on his own accord. So why he was, not? He was head writer on uh, Jimmy Kimmel when it started. Yeah. So why not? I always thought that it was a bit of uh, we've done great work together. You were the head writer. Yeah. I passed the torch to you. That's what it, I, I think always it thought was. It was. Yeah. And then I thought they all kind of got fucked over by Comedy Central in losing the rights to do anything with Mystery Science Theater. And then I think it was a brilliant idea for Mike to start Riff Tracks because – you know, they they had built this – it's like that uh, Malcolm Gladwell. They'd done so many hours. They perfected this concept of watching yeah. bad movies. And yes, I think Comedy Central basically said like, yeah, if you try and do anything that's too much like this, we're, we're going to stop you. So mm-hmm. they had the great idea of taking actual movies and creating a track. They didn't have to buy the rights to it. I'm just describing riff tracks, which was really smart. And now somehow – they shifted. Riff tracks has shifted into the abil- into basically mystery science theater without mm-hmm. the invention exchange because they just do bad movies now or an array of both. Uh, so I know that Joel and the original Trace, not tra- the original three dudes, Trace Blue, Trace uh, went on to do something called like Starship Titanic or something, which was just m- a mystery science theater. With okay. the original three guys, Crow and Tom Servo. And still with the... Uh, but two of the original guys are in Riff Tracks. Still, so the difference between Riff Tracks and uh, MST3K is that MST... And does it still, with the new writers and stuff, does it still have the the wrapper around it? Like they're in space, they're on a... Yes. Yeah. They're going through yes. the cosmos. The new robots. Mystery Science Theater is as though they just picked up off the last season of Mystery Science Theater with a yeah. new... Um, maybe that's what puts you to sleep. Joel. Anything in space? No. Yeah, maybe my brain just <laughs> yeah, can't handle space, space stuff. Yeah. Whereas Rift Tracks doesn't even bother You're with not. that. You don't even know who's talking. Uh, I mean, no, they don't put do it, just because I know the voices. They're just themselves. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's two of the original guys. It's it's Bill Corbett and Kevin Murphy though, who do make spoilers, or, who do make yeah. appearances on Mystery Science Theater. What? So there's a Mike Joel thing going on that I don't know. Oh, but the replacement Trace Trace was a Mike guy because he took over the crow role. He wasn't the original crow. Oh, really? Kevin Murphy? No. Or Bill Corbett, I mean? Yeah. This is getting really nerdy and dry. We should <laughs> yeah. talk about books. It's getting pretty deep. What'd you say? We should talk about buttholes? I was saying, yeah, <laughs> and fingers in them. <laughs> Yeah, you're no, right. I was like, Sorry. this is, this is getting really dry. Let's, let's go back to talking about books about history, which is what I'm reading. I wanted to well, let me give you, and then I might have to go because it's an hour for me. But uh, let me give you my favorite signs from the march, if I may. Yes, hit it. Uh, only atoms should make stuff up. Pretty nice. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. But aren't atoms made up of something? Wow, you outpedented the sign maker. Nice, nice sign. Take that. 
Put that in your sag pipe and smoke it, skeptics. <laughs> it's true. They're made of quarks and other weird exotic particles. Neurons. Nope. Theories about <laughs> strings. Damn it. <laughs> I gotta learn to keep my mouth shut. Quit while you're at. Only down to a certain yeah. And uh let's see, no more government cheese until you stop hacking peas. Pussies? Hacking. I knew I thought Ooh. you would assume that, but no. It's a I, that's a, that's deep. That's an obscure statistics something and statistics mumbo jumbo you can do to like a study to make it seem like it is way more meaningful than it is. It's called p-hacking. Good thing I wasn't anywhere around. I would have been on the shoulders of an ogre (laughs) with a sack full of dirty laundry. You should be throwing pies because they don't even make government cheese anymore, nerd. Pick up a book, PEMDAS, PEMDAS, PEMDAS. What? Parentheses. Oh, order of operations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Parentheses. Uh... Never mind. Too nerdy. What's the e? What's the e? <laughs> Exponent. 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 Pe- Multiplication. Pe- division. Division. Addition. Addition. Subtraction. Subtraction. Nothing else. What about the x or the y? Letters. Pemdas. Or the zeta. Well, what about a- the zeta? A y z. You have to solve for z. <laughs> when you do letters, you know how you see them without like a multiplication <laughs> sign between them. There's implied mm-hmm. multiplication, which isn't included in the original PEMDAS, and there's lots of nerdy, ultra-nerdy, like 30-page-long 30, 30 arguments about where implied multiplication goes in between Oof. parentheses, exponents, or multiplication. Does it count? And as- sometimes and- it's just like a middle dot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. And you thought arguing about who's your favorite MST3K <laughs> cast was nerdy. Let's talk about PEMDAS. We're in trouble, aren't we? We're, well, this go- one's we're a, spiraling this is a down the uh... stale biscuit here. <laughs> uh, and my favorite one: only you can resist fascist liars. With a picture of Wokey the Bear. Oh boy! Because <laughs> he's woke. Who's Who's Wokey the Bear? What the fuck is that? Smokey, Smokey the Bear. Oh, That's I like... thought he said. I thought he said Wokey the Bear. I was he like, did. I am. Oh, okay. Like being woke. So, all right, let me just break this oh, sign God. down for you. This you sign. Needed the visual with it. You're right. There's there's true nerds at this fair, and you're not going to like this, Annie. <laughs> there's true, true nerds at this March fair. Yeah. And then there's a fun segment of people that are smart and are nerdy, but are too cool to be true nerds, like our buddy H-Bomb over here, because true Ooh. nerds can't rap. They're, they don't see the, uh, uh, not humor, not irony. They don't see the joy in dressing up like Sagan. They don't see, like, the fun in it. They only see, mm. like, like they, they wouldn't take a joke if I was like, ah, you look like that weed smoker Sagan. They'd get offended because they'd say it's science over weed yeah. for Sagan. So if you can get some, like, <laughs> underline. And this, this Wokey the Bear sign maker sounds to me like he belongs in this certain echelon, this certain tier of nerds, to be sure. But cool nerds. Like, yeah. Pay there's for a, a hooker, a, nerd. Get laid. Yeah, these, yeah, exactly. These are the nerds that don't need to get hookers. I a real so. nerd only makes it with hookers. I think so. Yeah, all the all the true nerds stayed home from this. This is more like a 
a fun event for pseudo nerds, almost nerds, nerd fans, Ooh. science fans like me. Fans not, of no nerds. Scientist. Fans of nerds. Posers, I say. <laughs> it was a poser festival. A bit, yeah, I'll I'll accept it. Because the real you, nerd I mean. wouldn't be able to step away from beating Four midgets in a forest enough. for coins or however that game works. <laughs> the real nerd Sorry be, for using that word. The real nerd would raise raise his glasses and say, aren't atoms themselves made of further smaller things? Yeah, I'm a real nerd. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no, I'll be at the, I won't be, I'll be at the, what, what, how am I classified? Gross nerd? You're the booger nerd, yeah. Booger nerd. The booger nerd fair. <laughs> Oh, more like a a dork. Uh, is that is that classified as dork? The guys who uh, like don't you would aren't be clean. more in the geek, like freaks, geeks, yeah. nerds. Pop culture nerd is geek. Geek is it geek? I thought geek would be more like the traditional sense, like the geek from a, a like sideshow guy biting the head off a chicken. I yeah, fall under the, the category of the guy who has no qualms or composure about reading a hustler on a bus. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that That's a of... perfect description. You are the booger nerd. <laughs> I pack more condoms than underwear. Henning's the main one that didn't return to the franchise. The Anthony the Edwards most nerd? Anthony Edwards, the actually intelligent guy. Yeah. Then what about the main nerd? Eh, he was a scummer too. True nerd. Point Dexter kills hookies yeah. in alleys. <laughs> <laughs> that's that kind of nerd. Little too closed off. See, that's the vibe I was getting off of uh, our buddy Dan Fielding in in that episode of Night Court I watched. That he's too nerdy about the law, and he's actually he's true nerd. He's never been laid. And that's why he's obsessed oh. with it. Oh, it's a nice plug Stick you made. Stick around. That for, will uh, change. So this Stay drops. tuned. Episode four of Night Court is going to be dropping on Friday. And I got to tell you, I was telling Henning, please tune in. Please check out the podcast if you haven't. It's Have a Good Night please Court Please cover your crotches with your textbooks because there are boners abound. Because I was telling <laughs> Henning, if you, thought, if you listened to episode three and you thought it was a bunch of, how did I phrase it? A bunch of neoliberal 21st century uh harping harpers uh wait till you see episode four because we're about to get woke <laughs> wokey the, bear. the bears that's for sure <laughs> cool can't wait i gotta go guys sag and bless us sag bless sag us and bless us dom protect Techies. us Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. See, real nerds ain't got anywhere to be, like you and me. Nope. Yeah, they're recording their own voices to listen to later in the week. Oh, Henning's tagging my wall. Oh. Booger nerd. <laughs> what a jerk. See, he's off to the dog poop, dog shit room. Oh. We never did elaborate much on the old dog shit room. Drive safe, Henning. See ya, see ya. See you next week. All right. I think maybe I'll let them die down. And... Oh, goodness sakes. <laughs> they know. They know true evil. True fake nerdery. Bringing it. He dressed like Sagan. You gotta... I. Oh, it wasn't I was going to ask him about the cosplay scene at the science thing, and 
Oh yeah, that government well, cheese thing's rubbing me the wrong way though. Yeah, the government cheese is just an easy joke. It's a cheesy are you, joke. Are you a Malaysian? Are you one of the Wayanses making government cheese jokes? Oh God! Thank Mayan God I Marian? didn't end up at a science fair stuck behind the Wayanses. <laughs> Although that'd be cool. I've always wanted to be like a friend of the Wayanses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the best. Because if you could open a time capsule from you from back then, that you would have said that. It was like, I one day hope to be a friends of the Wayanses. Oh, yeah. It's like those letters you wrote yourself in seventh grade. Mine was I was going to be a beetle. Uh, (laughs) Again, like way, way, way after it was cool to say I'm going to like, why? This was like 1994. Right, who's, like who's Nirvana talent? was around. You could have been like, I would like to be in the band Nirvana. No, I love, love me, though. Hey, mom, <laughs> get out of here. What a creep. He's reading a hustler. He's got beetle boots on, no underwear, and a long shirt <laughs> with an atom on it. The atoms. Isn't the fruit? Oh, my God. That's You've just invented a, a, sla- a new slasher. There's Old Hatchet Longshirt who sings Beatles songs. There's nothing more. I mean, I was going to say there's uh, there's something wholly disgusting. I don't know why. I guess it, it, it it's to many things, but like men in a pair of boots, like beetle boots specifically I'm picturing, but like beetle boots and like shorts or something like so you can see like. Boot to leg is something. Ugh. It's uh, it's making my like ugh, makes my makes me cringe a little bit. Long shirt, beetle boots. That's that's again. <laughs> I am cultivating my my stage look for the Black Bundies, and I oh didn't have the guess. didn't have the shoes down yet. But now I do. It's got to be you know nice, high heeled, nice shiny like those David Brent <laughs> beetle boots. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Like the really large-heeled men's boots. Oh, so gross. Yeah. I was like, you know, like I always just am showing you like my little note, like jot down things to 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 talk about or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Behind the curtain, if you will. <laughs> and I was just had such like, like I said, like I just been super busy, too busy with like shitty work stuff. And then my only downtime was taking this sedative like pill of mystery science theater 3000. So it was like, I was thinking of something somebody said about like, if you want to be a good comedian or storytelling teller, live a life that is worth telling. And I did not do that this week. Oh, you didn't live up to that this week. Yeah. The saddest, my my the highlight of my so Meg has been out of town all weekend because she was on a tour with Mustard Plug in Michigan. Damn, that's awesome. And uh, uh, the highlight of my time while she's gone, I ate so many chili dogs last night, fake chili dogs, whatever chili sure, yeah. dogs. Um, that like I I like literally basically went into like a coma with. Part the last bit of dog in my mouth. Oh man, fell asleep. Mystery Science Theaters fell asleep to shove the rest of that hot dog down my gullet, and then go get. I ate like a pint of ice cream last night too. I would do the same thing because before we lived in Ohio, Ashley would go back every few weeks to visit her father, so she'd be gone like 
Friday through Sunday. So it was like long weekend. And she was uh-huh. like, you should go like go out with your friends. Like go out and get a drink. Go hang no out. Do fun stuff. Way. I think I did it one time where I actually did something. Otherwise, totally like you, flop house scumbag. Like just watch like a kid again. Like just was like movie night and like watched Avengers and Lincoln and then Shane and was just like drinking and crying and just <laughs> by yourself and you're just like oh, I ate a whole pizza. I mean, and again, like I'll do it all over again because that's like the receptors in my body like yearn for that kind of stuff. But it's it only it let. I just need to learn that it la- it lasts perfectly for one movie, and yeah, then yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to either go outside and just just go f- go for a walk, walk, do something, get out, yeah, or yeah, totally. go to sleep because that party mm-hmm. can't ride. It's like just if you just keep going. Oh my god! I just like this morning, I felt so shitty. I felt so depressed because I pushed back. I had all this time. I had I had these to two huge anything, projects yeah. I had to get done. I had all the time in the world to get them done yesterday. Ate chili dogs, watched Mystery Science Theater, fell asleep, woke up, ice cream, Mystery Science Theater, fell oh, asleep, man. woke up. Ate protein bars, Mystery Science Theater, fell asleep. Oh, God. And then, and then you're, you're I like, woke up and I had 11 hours of work to do in four hours. I got done. I don't know. I'm still waiting to hear back. But Right. You're like, oh, my God. You see how you're just – when you see all that time, you're like, that's what I did with myself? Yeah. Jesus Christ. What am I like, God damn it. Yeah, but what are you going to do? What's you done all, you is these- done, as they say. You I'll got be, those mystery science theaters out of the way. They're not hanging over your head. No, but that's the done. problem. I have half of every episode done. Oh, no. <laughs> and I love them. It's not like a chore to go back, but it's like, um, I, I'm so, I, I also need to just let go of like, it's just so, that like is such a dream job. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and I get, I don't. I think we used to do that for a hot minute. I mean, you and I always loved mm-hmm. Mystery Science Theater and we would watch it. But for a hot minute, we would have we would do a show or have a rehearsal. And then we'd yeah. go to Blockbuster and try and pick out the worst movie we could find. And then we'd totally, riff yeah. it. And I would say 75% of the time it, it was awesome. But if like you were if we were tired you're off or in- if you're off, that's pretty painful. Cause then you're everyone's just tired, and then you're stuck watching a piece of garbage movie. Yeah, yeah. And you exactly. got no, you got no gas left. You got no juice. We went to a, a minor league baseball game last weekend, which was fun. The Clippers. Yep. Allison. Clum- every time Allison Clippers. let's rub it in her face. Every time Allison comes on, she's always like, "I got that bit about uh, the the name of the minor league baseball teams." And then we always go, go, go. And I go, well, that's an hour. Click. She's like, what? <laughs> She's like, no. Never. Never. You hear that, Allison? <laughs> never. Uh, no, it was really fun. I was. I miss it. I love this time of year. Oh, fuck. Just chilling, eating hot dogs. But that was the thing. We went. So we go to this minor league baseball game. And it was their opening weekend. It was their second game. Uh, so it was busy. There were a lot of people. But Who were they playing? Uh, they were playing the Louisville Bats. Are you fucking kidding me? Like yep, a bat? Like a black bat? I wish. 
No, like I wish I, they even went that far. No, like literally, an, like inanimate the, object. The thing we're known for. The old Louisville, Louisville wood. wood sticks. <laughs> I mean, I I guess. Fuck! Don't bury the lead. You know why? Not, why have the old muskrats? Yeah, the river rats, the sag pipes. Uh, but we were, we just were like, damn, it's really busy. And then we got to our section, and it cleared up, and we realized the concession stands were just getting fucking slammed. Like the the lines for concessions were like two innings long, basically. Ten second, ten cent dogs or something. That's what I was like. It's got to be a a a special, like a hot dog special. Yeah. If I didn't. I asked Ashley, I was like, if you see somebody with one hot dog, point them out. Because everybody had at least five hot dogs. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had a hot dog. And the lines were fucking crazy long. We were like, it has to be a special deal. It has to be. And then we got a little schedule. And sure enough, nothing was going on. I think it was just baseball hot dog fever. You got the old hot dog fever, Hansi. It's going to say, is the first of the season? I mean, again... I'm not a, I, I haven't had a hot dog in a long time, but fuck, I love hot dogs. And we used to go to uh, the yep. Metrodome. I say I love hot, I love baseball hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They're just, uh, there's like nothing like it. And we used to go to the Metrodome. Rotisserie. Just that greasy dog on that buttery rotisserie thing. Like, yeah, it's amazing. It's disgusting, or, but it's the best. It even works like when we were growing up. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. They did not have the dog well, at our school functions. Fun school functions. Talk about it. Like uh, I'm like a substitute teacher in in disguise here at the school function. <laughs> at the school function, um, they would the hot dogs they had were just like in. They were water dogs. They were just in oh, like yeah. electric crocks full of water, and those were still fucking good. But uh, Dome Dog, we used to go to the Metrodome because every. Tuesday night, I think it was, mm-hmm. they'd yeah. have dollar dome dogs. And yeah. I think they had a limit of two or three. I think it might have been three. Limit three dogs per person. I got I got feel like it had to be like five. Four, no, five? no way. No way. Uh, it was per person. So I get what you're saying. Like maybe because oh, yeah, it was right. a family. It was like, it was, no, you're right. It was like two, two per person at the register. So if there are three of us, yes. we'll give you six. So they never, like, literally, we'd go to these Tuesday games, and I would maybe watch one inning, because I would spend the entire time going to one concession stand, getting my two dogs, going to the next one, getting in line, two dogs, until I was sick, and it was the seventh inning stretch, and we had to go home. you're like, what what happened? Like, I don't, nothing happened. Because the antithesis of that is is getting beers at a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. There's again, there's nothing like having a nice cold beer to start off a baseball game. Oh, God. But once yeah, you hit right. those like, last few beers, I don't care who you, you are, how good they are, it is like torture because I still think it is wise to get yourself like another beer or so when they, because they'll cut you off at what, like the eighth at inning or seventh something? Inning. They seventh say inning like, stretch. Yeah. <laughs> they're not serving any more alcohol, which I think is solely because. People are animals, and they just can't oh handle God, themselves. Yeah. But that that shit like lingers on. So if you got a nice beer buzz going, you want to keep it going through the game. So you get yourself a couple more. 
those babies yeah. warm up. Maybe oh, it doesn't God, quite last those last few out. So then you're stuck in your seat. The game might be a little boring or even worse. The game is fucking amazing. It's going to keep going in innings and innings. And you're like, I could, I just need one more. <laughs> Give me one more beer to finish up the excitement. You got me started. <laughs> they left you hanging on a hand job. You know? <laughs> you gave me the Doubt and Thomas finger tease. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, so it was good. Other than that, we're just like, I think it's just the old Midwestern, like, any excuse to get a bunch of hot dogs. That's mine. I think, as an adult, I shouldn't have these conversations with myself, but I I go in and out. And last night, my conversation with myself, well, I was with the dogs, was, I think out loud, I said, I think chili dogs are my favorite food. (laughs) (laughs) Your dog has a mouth full of rabbit shit, and it's like, ugh. Like, that dog is disgusted by you. What kind of life do we live? Like, who it's... are you talking to, weirdo? <laughs> I'm eating rabbits. I'm reading something else's shit. <laughs> oh, God. Well, chili dogs are my favorite food. <laughs> I just picture it like a sitcom. Like, it's a tight shot of you, like, cooking, and you're like, you just turn, and you're like, I really think chili dogs are my favorite food, and it pans out, and it's just your empty apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I used to uh oh god I uh, I think if I talk about chili dogs are my favorite food I think I've already talked about this when I lived in Minneapolis in that horrendous government appointed not government appointed subsidized studio apartment which is still crazy in retrospect even though I was living in the Midwest and prices are a lot different uh mm-hmm the, I and I, so I was paying like hundred and eighty-seven dollars for this studio apartment, right? Yeah. You, well, you know what I'm talking to you. You've seen mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you it's, talk to people it, in New York, and they're like, "Damn, that's crazy." But even, um, so in Minneapolis, predominantly because it's just so spread out, you can still get a decent sized apartment for super cheap. Yeah. So there was no reason. For because even that apartment I lived in wasn't that even small for a New York studio apartment, yet in Minneapolis it was pretty tight, right? It was pretty small. Like I feel like for New York it was it would be nice because you had a little kitchen area that was its kind of its own little area. Yeah, like in New York that would be in your like that they would have just turned that kitchen. In and it would just be like, oh, my stove's next to my bed. Sure, I guess I did have that. I I had a longer studio in Manhattan, but but still, I just I think that was that just that just shows me as the booger nerd because as booger soon as nerd, I found yeah. somebody that because I was eighteen, I'd gotten evicted from my first apartment. I was oh, it was e- two options: either find your ass an apartment or you got to go back home with you mom and dad. Back. Yep, and I back literally. I'd be strung up with Aaron Hernandez if I fucking went back to. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'd be. Uh, uh, couldn't happen to a nicer fella. I, uh, I yeah, I'm sorry. They really. Um, did anyways, you hear the the theory behind the reason he did bi- it, not out of sadness, out of to bisexuality. No, they they speculate that he killed himself because technically, in the contract he had with the Patriots, he wasn't. It was still in that limbo of pre-trial, so they couldn't negate his contract. Okay. So they think 
he killed himself possibly so that his daughter could get the rest of his $15 million. Like legally, his family could claim that money because it wasn't, he hadn't, you know, he still is a fucking horrid human being, but even that wouldn't legally be enough to negate his contract. So literally that may be what happens. That's what they're, that's what some people are speculating is that he killed himself so that his daughter could get the rest of his $15 million. Something that's something about. So I'll tell you what's slathered across the New York post and the daily news in New York is like insult on injury for him. Like I woke up and I, as much as like a bad guy, he purportedly is because he murdered this guy and apparently got away with murdering other, you know, swung his dick around like any other asshole jock, not like any other jock. He's a murderer. But um, there <laughs> was something still ju- – there's something about that that fall from grace human story, and I don't have any heights to fall from, but there's something about that feeling that you can reach this echelon and fall so far that makes me anxious, right? Oh, right. Yeah, it really yeah, just yeah. makes me feel like anything's possible – Nothing, everything is fleeting. You, and that, and that, you can flip that around, and that's actually not a bad way to live. You should just let go and not hold on to grip anything. But then that also weaves in with my horrendous fear. And it's not an unsubstantiated, other than I don't commit any crimes of prison. I have a really big fear of going to prison. Um, anyway, so weave that together, and then I saw, I got, for whatever reason, I don't get a lot of news alerts on my phone, but I got mm-hmm. that news alert at, like, 6 in the morning, and it Weird. was, like, just in that perfect timing between, like, sleepfulness and wakefulness, sleeping sleeping and wakefulness, where, uh-huh. like, I read it, and it just, like, affected me in the weirdest way, and my mind just swam around in all these ways, because I just saw, like, like, he... He is on the New England Patriots. He's this superstar. Like I played like his whole like last like seven years in my head. He's this yeah. superstar football player. He gets accused of murder. You kind of don't think anything's of it because nobody's getting arrested. Then he gets arrested and then uh, there's all these twists and turns. Then he actually gets found guilty. And in that time, the New England Patriots have won two Super Bowls to which he would have definitely still been on the team because oh, by yeah. the time he left, he was like their rising star. Mm-hmm. So now yeah, he's totally. watching his team win all these Super Bowls and then boom, he gets, uh, or maybe I already said it, but, or he was on trial forever and then boom, he's convicted. So there's no way anything is like, you know, like it's done. And then yeah. he goes on trial for murder again. And I wasn't following at this point. And then I see like, wait a minute, what is this? Aaron Hernandez gets acquitted of murder i was like is this motherfucker free like he didn't really do it see i didn't know the ins and outs that there were two cases so i was like oh my god so that took my head to this place where it was like whoa fall from the ultimate fall from grace to the ultimate rise again but then it was like no you got acquitted of murder enjoy spending the rest of your life in prison for the other murder it's like that like was really freaky and then i get this thing with that he kills himself and the same day that the football team that he's supposed to be on is at the White House celebrating the greatest uh, NFL Comeback, win yeah, yeah. in football history. Again, to which he most likely would have been a huge part. So it's like, 
all of that together and like that swirling around and I hadn't had enough sleep. Like it really, and then like they were get, they were very way too graphic on the text alert about like, he's like this young, like tattooed, like virile guy who had to, uh, like Doug Stanhope says, had to get the, had to put the balls together, had to get the gusto together to fucking hoist himself up with his own fucking muscles with a bed sheet, classic then, prison yeah. suicide to yeah, yeah, yeah. not to like, you know, like when somebody, when you get executed, hung, it breaks your neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's really what kills you. Like it breaks your spinal cord and that disconnection and or whatever. Done. It's, it's asphyxiate. You don't slowly choke yourself to death. Yeah. When you just slowly, that's like, that's just so fucked up, man. Uh, long, long tangent on Aaron Hernandez, but I'm just saying, I don't even know how we got there. Oh, cause I made a off color comment, Yeah, yeah. but, uh, what are you going to do? Little priz. (sighs) Not for, not for everyone. It's not for everyone. You think he would have, uh. You think he was getting a hard time in in prison, or do you think he was like, you know? I think he was probably fine, right? He's, he's like tough guy, strong, good looking. He's not like Bernie Madoff, like this nebbishy, weird criminal. Like he's a tough dude, like, and he's demonstrated that because he murdered somebody. So he's right. got that like, oh, that's where I was going. Gumption to like. Oh, you're going to fuck with me? Like, I will... I mean, if you're going to try and fuck, I'll try and hurt you as much as humanly possible. That's the insult to injury, is that's what's all over the papers right now, is that he killed himself not because he was going to spend the rest of his life in prison, or that the theory that you proposed, but that he was actually bisexual and had a secret love affair with the guy, Odin Lloyd, that he murdered. Ooh. So it's like, I, I if that's not true... That's a bit of a fuck you, and I think it's a bit of a fuck you because it's, it's a bit of amazing. a New York Giants fuck the Patriots, man. Oh God, you're, it's so sad, but you're totally right. Like, I, I could see it being true, and like that could be enough to incite you to murder some. But you know, like you're gonna come out and tell people that I'm gay or bi. But I like I totally agree. It's just that like, boy, do we hate Boston. God, Even oh their murderers we ridicule. Sports, ri- sports rivals. All right. All right. Well, that is, I suppose, an hour and 20, huh? Something like that. Henning, you want to take us out? I'm going to put in the rumba. In a world where math meets science. Are you telling me you made like a thing where it makes stuff look too close to real things? Meets unfrozen caveman. And you put it in an unfrozen caveman? Meets comedy. We'll get him stoned and then we'll get baked like an apple pie. Starring Polly Shore. <laughs> the old taxi plasmos, hey buddy. And introducing math science Kashi. Fuck Trump, no God. Coming soon to an episode, to next episode near you, it's Uncanny Valley. 
Rated Nerd. One take. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to the episode, guys. If you liked it, please share it with friends. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, download the episode. Rate, review. That helps other people find the podcast. Also, check out our other podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Have a good night, Court, where we literally watch every episode of Night Court and talk about it. Check us out on Facebook at Jerk Practice Pod, the Jerk Practice, and check out our blog at uh, check out our blog jerkpractice.com. Uh, we love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Now load your sack pipe. Thank <laughs> you.